Welcome back to our last competency around assessing the system. In this video, I want to introduce to you the concept of using assessment tools. Not necessarily recommend a bunch of assessment tools you could use, but help you understand why assessment tools could be useful and could be helpful and how to use them in a healthy way. So the thing about assessment tools that can be very powerful and help people to move forward is that it helps organizations and teams and even individuals to be able to look at itself against a standard. Now this standard might be a standard set by the organization. It might be a standard set by the agile community. It might be a standard that you as a coach develop from your perspective of what a good team or a good product owner or scrum master could be. It could be some tool like agility health or comparative agility, things like that. There are so many assessment tools in the, um, in the agile community that there are plenty that you could purchase. And there are also plenty that are just out you can Google and find something that works for you, or you could create your own. What's really important about these assessments or these assessment tools is that number one, the client is empowered to make decisions about where they believe they are and where they would like to go. So assessment tools are a way for your client to look at themselves from a neutral perspective to say this is what I'm doing versus this is what the industry or my standard says I could be doing. This gives them the ability to use this tool as a growth mechanism so that they can make plans um, for improvement and for growth and so that they can explore areas that they don't already know or have skill and expertise in and go find out what those things are and how they might be helpful. What's important about these assessment tools is that they are not used as a way to grade a team or report progress to leadership or to organizations or to measure one team against each other. When you begin to do that, immediately the tool becomes ineffective. It's the same thing as using velocity as a way of saying if a team's doing a good job. If the assessment tool is going to be something that is used for their paycheck or their bonus or their performance review, then they will not be able to be honest about where they really are and they won't be able to grow because they have to worry about their paycheck and their promotion and feeding their family. So that's an abuse of an assessment tool. We never want to use it that way. I would also say that an assessment tool, we want to give the team the ability to, number one, own the assessment. So them say where they think they are. Now, if we put that all by itself, it's not tremendously helpful. Um, after a while, because what happens is you don't know what you don't know. So even though I can read this assessment tool and I can say, well, I'm doing this or I'm doing that, if I don't know what healthy 
looks like and what the intention the the tool has behind it i don't know what i don't know because i've just never done it then i'm likely to assess myself higher which would be fine other than the fact that i won't know i need to improve in that area so the way that this is generally offset or the way i personally offset this is that I go through the assessment with the team or with the individual and I ask them what they're like, where would you rate yourself in these in this category? And then I tell them where I would rate them in that category. And sometimes I rate them higher than they would rate themselves. And I explain why so that they can specifically see these are the things you're doing that you don't realize you're doing that actually make you stronger and more powerful than you are. And if they rate themselves higher than I would rate them, then I explain to them what the gap is between what they're doing and what they could be doing that would be even stronger. They can change their assessment of themselves based on what I said, or they cannot change the assessment of themselves. It's totally up to them. It's not up to me to decide where they are or where they need to be. It's really their own decision about what they want to be. So it's on them. Then when we've gone through that assessment, then I generally ask, well, are there areas in this assessment that you as a team or an organization would like to focus on improving over maybe the next quarter? Assessments are usually used over a quarter, over six months, over a year. So there, there are larger things that we want to look at the higher level view on and be able to make changes over time. So I let them pick, well, what is it that we want to do? And then we discuss, well, how will you get there? What are some of the things that you can do that will help you get there? What do you need from me? Do you need training from me? Do you need me to mentor you on some things? What do you need from others? Do we need to go outside and get expertise and have someone come teach you something more technical or something like that? Is this something that you can go and read about and explore? Do you need to just set experiments? What permission do you need from leaders? So we talk about how are you going to actually improve? And we talk about how will you measure improvement. So if we think about a smart action plan, S is specific. What specifically are you going to focus on for improvement? And I encourage them not to take on too much because you can't change the world in a day, but you can take one step towards change and bring yourself to a better place without frustrating your world. M in smart is measurable. So how will you measure success? How are you going to know if you actually got to the result you want? What will be different? What will exist when you get there that doesn't exist today? So that way, it's, they're very clear about where they're trying to get and how they'll know. A is actionable. So that's the actual plan. What are you going to do? Who do you need? How are you going to get there? How are you going to be responsible? How are you going to um, own this change for yourself? You know, what are all the things that you need to, you know, talk about changes in process or learn or what, what's the plan? 
That's actionable. What are the actions we're going to take? And who is responsible and accountable for those actions? Let's see. R <laughs> is how does this actually um, relate to your system's goals? So what business objectives does this tie to? What um, organizational objectives does, does this tie to? What performance objectives does this tie to? Does it tie to company values, agile values, agile principles? What's the bigger picture about why you're doing this? And then T is time boxed. What's the time box for change? When are you, how often are you going to check in? Are you going to check in every sprint? Are you going to check in once a quarter? When do you expect this to be done? What experiments um, and, and what are the time boxes on those experiments? So by putting together with them, working with the assessment tool, helping them to figure out where they are and where they want to be, and building a smart action plan, that can help them own that change and get where they want to be.